Welcome to the David Bradley Show with your host, David Bradley. Hey, everybody. How's it going? All right. So this is our second interview, and we are at the beautiful BMG Studio A, where all the Atmos takes place. And we're actually going to have a conversation with the king of Atmos, the man and the legend. Mr. Jeff Huskins. How's it going, dude? Wow. Did I talk you up too much? Yeah, I'll side you that 20. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, man. Well, welcome. Welcome to BMG Studio A. Dude, I'll tell you what. When you cranked that bad boy up while ago, and I told you I was going to say this on the air, (laughs) it is just flat out badass. (laughs) I mean, I've never in my life. Because, I mean, you know, back in the old days, we had this round sound, and we had all that stuff, and we thought we were cool with the big stand-in main speakers and all that other stuff, oh, yeah. listening to it go around the room. You're, like, across the room, this way, that way, every kind of way, and it just, man, I just did not ever realize how much that kind of completed the fulfillment of hearing. It's like a big old musical bath. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> it gets wild. All over, yeah, it's a lot of fun. How'd you get into that? Well, back in about 2015, um, I got to be involved with, there was a movie called Frozen. Right. And they were doing the whole, you know, atmosphere thing on that. And I saw it and I went, I got intrigued by it. Right. And then um, I went up to Portland, Maine. There was a guy named Bob Ludwig, who's a very famous mastering engineer that's been around forever and ever. And um, I was working on a Mark Chestnut record and he Mm -hmm. said, "Um, come here, I want to show you this. So we went in this room, and this was only in 5.1. Yeah. And he had uh, it set up, and he was playing the um, Roy Orbison, the black and white. Remember that one? Right. Where had Springsteen and all that stuff was in the band. And, yeah. And I sit there and watch that and just went, okay, well, there went my son's college fund. <laughs> 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 and I got addicted. And, and then the Atmos thing came out, and um, some of my friends over at Westlake Pro um, – we're kind of early adopters of it, and they yeah. they turn. We we all start talking. Next thing you know, I'm buying gear and got into it. And I, it, usually, I'm the guy that gets into some. I, I pick beta over VHS. Right, I'm right. that guy, you know, that, yeah. that gets it wrong every single time. Yeah, and um, there was a lot of different methods of doing uh, immersive audio back then, and luckily, I picked the right one this time. Oh yeah, you know, with Dolby Atmos. So yeah, I know. And your whole setup here is just. Coming from an old guy that used to do recordings on reel to reel and ADAT, this this just like this is like sci fi stuff here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Funny. It's it's been a it it's the never changing studio because something new comes out, you got to try it at least and see if it works and if it can integrate in your system or not. But yeah, it's right. a, it's a it's always changing. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. love it though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really cool as I'll get out. Well, thank you, thank you. It's been in here for about three and a half well since before 2020 so we're in the 2019 2020 right but my my great friend john loba who's our ceo here and president he came to me and said hey i need help with this dolby thing and yeah and i said well I'm, okay i'm into it so i i moved in here and we had dolby come out and tune the room and and um you know it's not the ideal space for what i really need but hey it works yeah and um well, the rest is four thousand songs later. <laughs> that's oh yeah, where, that's where I'm at. Yeah, so yeah, because like we was talking before, I mean, some of the albums that come out through here, and, and oh. you just didn't really realize it. 
you know, and then. Yeah, it's been, it's been, I, I, I get to be the human jukebox a lot of yeah. times because I've got to do, well, just a few. I got to do Jason Aldean's uh, Making in Georgia record. That right. was the, one of the first things I did when I moved in here. And then since then, I've done, well, I just did the Laney Wilson record. We, yep. we were, and she won the Grammy with Yeah, we, we were fortunate enough to win um, Country Album of the Year. So oh, yeah. got got some hardware coming for that. So that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, you got to call me because. I, and let me know because I just want to come and see it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I was talking to, to our GM up here, Peter Strickland, and he said, "Hey, when you get the box, don't just open it. You got to film it opening because it's, apparently it's an event that is packaged crazy." Oh, yeah. And yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's a big following on a lot of these uh, podcasts and stuff like that, and it's called unboxing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all they yeah. do is order stuff and unbox yeah, stuff. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. What is it? What could it be? Yeah. That's funny. And everybody's sitting at home going, it's on the side of the box. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a mystery. <laughs> the mystery of it all. But, yeah, that'll be a fun day because I've come close a couple times but never never won. That's the first one, so I'm it, pretty excited. Yeah. Well, from from hanging out with you before we you know started taping and everything and listening to this and, and the work that you do with it, I mean, it is – you might as well just go ahead and build a big shelf back there because I don't think it's going to be your first one. Well, dude. man, there's going to be so many more up there. Bless you, but I, I I feel honored just to get to work with the people I get to work with, and that's a lot to do with the guys upstairs. You know, um, yeah, John Loba and um, Katie and just everybody, Peter, everybody. They they're like family. This is a really great environment to be in, and. And um, they just keep sending me stuff to mix. So oh, it's, yeah. it's been been amazing. Well, and, uh, you know, just let me know at any time. I'll bring a cot and I'll put it in the room next door, and I'll just hang out with you. I've been trying to figure out how to put a Murphy bed in here. <laughs> yeah, I oh. probably know a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I went. I went. Uh, the, the The longest run was four hundred and nine days, no days off. Wow. And, and yeah, and sixteen hour plus days and. Um, that's probably why I sound a little hoarse. <laughs> but that was that was the longest run, and and you know it's just you got to keep going. You know, just got to keep rocking it. And the, the beauty of it is, is it's it's not to me. It's not like work. It's, right. it's so much fun because you never know what. I never know what I'm gonna get. One day it's Latin. Next day it's country. Next day it's rock. Next day it's hip hop. Next day it's well, you know, Afro pop. I mean, literally yeah. everything. Well, I mean that's where you're lucky because I mean. You know, from back in the old days, I mean, you would literally get burnt out if you was doing one genre all the freaking time. Yeah. But with you being diversified to where you're doing everything, I mean, it, it's like a party every day. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And of course, you know, being in Nashville, it, it, it's still 60% to 70% country. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I get to do, I've worked on Wiz Khalifa's records, um, you know, guys like that and just. Just that's so much fun. I love oh, yeah. it, and I've really kind of got this fetish for Latin pop right now. Even though I don't understand a word they're saying, but I didn't understand a word <laughs> yeah, they sang yeah. when you played it. But yeah. I was just like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. It's so much fun because there's so many moving parts and so many mm -hmm. moving elements. It just lends itself to this atmosphere environment of where you can, you know, do anything. So, oh yeah. yeah. So tell everybody what the big difference is with the atmosphere. And the regular Dolby, because I know there's probably a lot of people out there that don't actually know. Yeah. 
Well, Dolby Atmos is basically it's a seven one four um, environment at its core. It can be bigger. It can be nine one six. It can be lot, mm-hmm. all the way up to I think sixty four channels. So right. it can be huge for like a movie theater kind of thing. Right. So this room is a seven one four, which means there's three speakers in the front, two on the sides, two on the rears, four above us, and then subwoofers. So, yeah. Um, and what makes it unique about about Atmos is if you've got all this stuff, great. It sounds you know, amazing. But you don't have to have everything in the room to actually make Atmos work. It, right. All the way down to a sound bar and then the holy grail, our phones. And that's right. that's why it's taken off so big with all the artists and all the record labels is because it's it's on your phone. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, so it's amazing. So And now in your cars. Yeah, and cars and everything down to Kia's. I think the F-150 Ford has got an option for it. Now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that would be I probably have a wreck. <laughs> but, well, you never know. Yeah, um, my co-host Kirsty and I were out at the Nam show, and um, I know I was so jealous. Uh, she well, she got to get in the. They had a though we had a, a Mercedes Benz out there that had the Atmos system in it, and it yeah. was. Yeah, she said it was pretty unbelievable. I so, can imagine. Yeah, because I, you know, when I first sat in a Bose audio car, it, it, it would just blow, blow you away. away yeah. You know, and. <laughs> I can't wait to hear more, you know, it, yeah. it's going to be awesome. I mean, it, it's dude, I'm telling you, if, if I was an artist today, I'd be bringing my butt up here to see you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I tell people all the time, you know, we've been stereo since 1942 and that was mm-hmm. when uh, we went from mono to stereo. And I remember, you know, reading things about people going, Oh, this is never going to work. This is, yeah. you know, that's crazy. Who needs two speakers? You know, that's just oh, yeah. nuts, you know. And then it becomes a standard. Well, mm-hmm. I truly feel that we're probably a, a year to maybe two years away where there's not going to be a need for a stereo mix like it is today. Because right. you know, your phones have Atmos, your TVs have Atmos, your cars have it. Um, it's, you know, it's it's everywhere. The only oh, place, yeah. the only, the last remaining frontier is really terrestrial radio. And once that happens and we start broadcasting uh the atmos file you know via digitally into the cars well, game over so yeah um but yeah it's it's uh it's a new day <laughs> it's that's a long way from eight track <laughs> yeah, 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 it is it sure is and cassette recorders and yeah yeah well i mean when we were growing up you know i mean it was i had an eight track in the mustang you know and mm. then i was like trying to get all these tapes and and everything else and you wind up with a big old box of tapes in the back of your seat that's right in the back seat and then he went to cassette yep and everybody was like the greatest thing ever you know and then the cds and i mean it was just i always said it was the music industry's way of kicking more money out yeah well it's cds were unique um i liked them i liked them i mean they didn't sound as good as lps but they didn't scratch as easy no um so that was a big thing and then now it's like when you listen to back to some of those early you know 80s cds they mm. sound brittle and harsh and and they sound terrible that's the reason why the the, the vinyl business is picked back up again because people yeah. are going wow that sounds way better but um atmos is one of those things it's, it's such a creative format i think once we get into the point of where where writers are writing with that in mind. That's one thing I always preach to, you know, when I have an artist in here that's new to Atmos and they hear it, I always say, hey, 
you know, start thinking about this when you're writing a song. You know, think about musically, you, you can't, in a stereo mix, you can only put so much in the pie, you know. Well, yeah. You got two speakers to work with, and here you got 14. So it's, you can think of it in a way of, you can add things and do things and have counter melodies that you couldn't normally do in a stereo right. mix that you can do in an Atmos mix, and it's just, it's, the sky's the limit. Well, that's what I liked about it so much when you was explaining it to me, because you go back and, and you remember the days of, you know, you had like two door speakers and two speakers in the back and it was just stereo and you was jamming and doing your thing. But with this, it doesn't matter how many speakers it does because it just does it all. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. And yeah. it's, it's, it's getting better and better every day. There's, there was a time period when it first came out that just being totally blunt and honest, there were a lot of bad mixes out there because yeah. a lot of people didn't understand the concept of it. They thought it was a, basically, here's a stereo track, you put a plug in on it, now it comes out 14 speakers, done. You know? Yeah. And that was, ooh, that was that was a bad time for the Atmos business. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a nightmare, actually. Yeah, but, and that being said, um, one of the, the, the designers of what we call the, the renderer uh, is a guy named Kerry Thomas that worked for Dolby for, for many, many years. Yeah. He now has moved and he works at Apple and he is in charge of a QC department that mm -hmm. basically goes through every single Atmos mix that comes in and kind of controls the ship and goes, if it's not up to, to the specifications that we're, we're bound by, then they kick it out and make you redo it. So that's, yeah. that's been a huge increase in the quality of the, the Atmos mixes that are coming down the pike now. So, and, and engineers are starting to embrace it you know there's yeah. some of the old guys who are like we fear change you know <laughs> they, they're not gonna do it but but they'll, they'll be sorry because you know well i mean it could be like me i i was uh and caitlin can tell you this i still argue the point of just regular old mixing boards no digital nothing and i don't know i mean just live sound and everything i think it does sound better through regular analog yeah i have to agree it's, you know, it, it's analog just analog still sounds. It's got a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there, there's a, a richness to it in a live environment. Yeah, yeah. But she'll hand you, she'll take a tablet and sit there and do that and do this, and, and it sounds pretty daggum good. But well, I tell you, the the exciting part about the technology, and this we saw this at NAM and was just absolutely blown away. And uh, I'll I'll plug the the company that I really I just fell in love with their product, but it's Neve. Mm -hmm. It's a famous console company from years and years ago. Right. They're making a new console that's called the G3D, and it's a hybrid situation. So it's got like 1073 old-school Neve mic pre's and EQ's and compressors. In right. It. And, and then the digital world, you can mix an Atmos, and it's got touchscreens, and you can flip back and forth between the Atmos mix and the stereo mix at the same time. And And wow. it's just – I've never seen a console there's, – there's been – companies that have tried to do it but this one that they it's amazing it's absolutely stunning so it sure would look good back there <laughs> you think yeah i'm just saying I mean, could you make it fit back there <laughs> oh it'll fit we <laughs> <laughs> will knock a wall out yeah. go that way <laughs> we'll make it fit that's funny that'll be awesome yeah dude i just i think it's awesome I well, mean, it's, it, it really is and i think you're going to see more and more it's definitely it's definitely growing. Um, 
you never know who's going to walk in the door next, which is well, I know it's awesome. Kirsty walked in, and I was just like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's pretty awesome." We we have a we have a show called Enter the Atmosphere, where we're yeah. basically I take the the artist and and this on YouTube, and we uh, take the artist that I'm working with, and we break down the songs and show how it makes it in Dolby Atmos. So it's kind of like a master class in in Dolby Atmos, and um, right. So we've we've done that and we've branched out into recording some folks live. We had Tommy Emmanuel on the show a few weeks back and awesome, and uh, he's guys incredibly, amazingly talented, and um, we're gonna venture out and do more of that as we kind of move along. But yeah, it's 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 fun and um, way to you know instead of just being a real niche kind of thing with yeah because you know, there's not not everybody in the world wants to know how to mix Dolby Atmos, but. But if you bring the artist into the situation where they mm-hmm. get to meet the artist, you know, then maybe I'll be able to get more, you know, people to watch the show and listen to the show more like your show. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I just uh, my big thing with my show and and stuff that I've done is it's all about helping the artist and getting them out there. And when we're not on camera, sit there and talk. You know, yeah, this is hey, won't you check this out? This is going to help you. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way it should be. Everybody, because you and me both remember when in the music industry, it was everybody banded together, man. Yeah. Everybody helped each other, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's definitely a brotherhood. It's it's changed a little. It needs to yeah. get back to more of that. You know, it's it a, really does. It's not, you know, this person against that person or this you know, artist against that artist. It's, 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 it's let's just all get together and I have love some fun. Vince man. Gill says, "Man, it's just music, man." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, really, it is. It's funny, but the talented people that are out there, you know, and I just uh, some of them I don't want them to get took advantage of, you know. Yeah. And, and there's those people that are out there, and I just uh, I just enjoy doing it and having fun. I mean, hell, I'm 58. It's time to have some fun. Time to have fun. Well, I'll tell you what, the exciting thing about NAM was seeing a lot of these new acts that are coming through. Because mm-hmm. we went through a time period where, you know, we were talking earlier about Eddie Van Halen and, and, and Wolfgang oh God, and, yes. and amazing, amazing talent. And um, there was a day in that where we had guitar players that were virtuoso kind of players. No, we had guitar heroes. Heroes, there you go. That's heroes. a better word. I mean, Eddie was definitely, you know, he was like well, the king. Oh man. yeah, I was I a mean, huge Van Halen. I'm from I Texas. was too. You know, you, you if you're from Texas, you loved Van Halen. That was well, I'm from Nashville, but I loved that hell. <laughs> yeah. Every time a new album dropped, I was there. Oh yeah, that's it. You know, but so we hadn't really had that that guitar hero guy come. We you know we went through a, a dry spell, and, and yeah. a lot of it was due to the content of the music. I mean, you know, the grunge period wasn't about big guitar solos. No, it was no, more about no. chord solos, you know, or whatever. Oh yeah. And, um, but it's really cool to see there's, you know, well, talents like, of course, Tommy Emanuel. There's a, a, a kid that's on the scene right now called, um, Mateo Macuso. And if you haven't seen him, he's an Italian guy that plays with his fingers, uh, like a bass player, kind of like in. Wasn't he on YouTube? I think I seen him with a, like a 12 string or something. Could, like could that. been. That, that guy's, in, he is. I mean, it was just unreal what he was doing. And I'm just yeah. like, I ain't nowhere near that coordinate. <laughs> no, I know. It's a, the, the band Polythia, I mean, they're, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. There, there's just, there's a lot of really talented kids that are, I call it the YouTube camp, but it's amazing what they, they've learned. And we didn't have the benefit of growing up, you know, in the yeah. 90s where you could sit there and, 
and uh, watch your hero yeah. play a solo where you could, you know, with the pedal, slow it down and speed it up and watch it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But now they can't, we had to, you know, do all kinds of crazy stuff to get something slowed down, you know? It's like slowing down a, you know, a Charlie Parker record was, you yeah. know, <laughs> you had to put stuff on the, you know, quarters on the table, you know, all mm-hmm. that, but yeah. i tell you what I do love, though. I love the emergence of all of these female guitarists. Oh, yeah. Nita Strauss. Yeah. Nikki Stringfield. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Aranthea, I believe her name yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, these ladies are out there just kicking girl power all out there. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Yeah. This, yeah. It, it's got to keep your chops up, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm <man>. telling you. <laughs> yeah. The girls are on the way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Kirstie to do her, like, solo stuff i know she's got it going on i know she's a hell of a picker yeah all right well you got some stuff to do and i got to get the hell out of here all right security be trying to drag me out here security security (laughs) security get the bradley guy out of here that's it all right dude i appreciate it pleasure man it's been a blast and thank you so much for letting me hang anytime anytime There's a problem with the app. What the? Was that my phone or yours? I think that was your phone. I think it I squished nice. it when I leaned over. <laughs> Look, he's trying to call security on me already. I was. <laughs> There's a problem with Bradley here. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. <laughs> so, anyway, remember everybody, like, share, follow, subscribe. If you're an up-and-coming aspiring artist, I highly recommend the Atmos because... I have never in my life had an eargasm like <laughs> I did earlier, and it was just insane. Oh, uh, I love it. And, well, we're out. Catch me more later. Sounds good, brother. Thank All you right. for having me. We'll see you all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.